Newstalk ZB on the line with our CEO of Early Childhood Council, Simon Lauber. Hello, Simon. Hi, Simon. Hi there. I'm not sure if you've been listening to the last hour of Talkback, but it's pretty intense, Simon. There's a lot of aggrieved parents that can't afford to go to preschools. Then we've had some owners of privatised preschools and early childhood centres, and they're saying they're not milking it. What, what, where is it going wrong? Oh, I'm not surprised. It's, uh, it's been a really difficult issue for both parents and uh, providers. Um, look, it's great that that story on stuff has shined a spotlight on this issue. It's something we've been uh, clamouring on about for, for quite a long time now, since 2021. But um, with things like pay parity, we've got centres having to uh, fill funding shortfalls from somewhere. And so that's why parents are seeing fees going up, um, because uh, you've got to find the money somewhere to pay those teacher salaries. So in a early childhood centre, about 60 to 70% of your costs are teacher salaries. So it's the, it's the single large, largest cost area. So any changes in that space are going to be so critical to, to your, your ability to continue to pay your bills and to make the business work. Um, and so basically what we've got here is a funding policy that is not accurate for the cost that it's imposing on, on the providers. They're not getting the government funding uh, proportionate to the teacher salary costs that they're going to have to pay. So that's why you've got centres raising fees. Mm. But like, like I heard, um, around the community-funded providers, those guys are in an even worse situation because um, they don't have the luxury of being able to increase their grant revenue so easily. Mm. Or voluntary time is quite a big pressure on people. So, you know, those guys are actually the most at risk right now. How do they continue? They can't increase fees. Um, we think um, parents should be up in arms about the, the need to pay fees. Centres don't do it lightly. But what response? You must have gone to government about this, Simon. So what response have you been receiving from Chris Hipkins? Well, uh, the Minister's pretty engaged on this issue and has, you know, pay parity is a really important part of, of, the, of the political promise mm. for the last instalment due next budget. But in the meantime, you know, we have a quite a partial inaccurate delivery approach that's causing all these issues to start emerging with the fees going up whilst you've got cost of cost of um, living crisis happening mm. as well. Mm. So, And rents too, don't get me started on rents for the last 10, 20 years. Mm. You know, there's no recognition for that. All of these things point to a sector being really, you know, under the pump in terms of pressures like staffing, cost inflation, rents, you know, as... Those are the main costs. And Simon, we've only got 30 seconds left, but there's a number of people saying that these facilities are creaming it. Some, not all, but some are creaming it. Do you have any limitations or restrictions you can put on these outfits you sub- suspect are doing that? Well, if a really successful centre will make a profit, um, and that, you know, if they're returning profits to shareholders or returning profits to an owner, that might be one thing. If it's community-based, you know, it enables them to... to you know, make less demands of their volunteers and, mm. and basically keep the thing running. We have, our legislation makes it so that businesses and community groups can run these organisations. That's our model in New Zealand. Thanks. Yeah. Simon, I'm super sorry, mate. We are out of time, but really appreciated your comments. Yeah. Thank you, mate.